What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Guy podcast. I'm Andy Mokel, and I'll be your host. Our goal is to have epic conversations with people from all walks of life. There are no talking points that are off the table. It's going to get wild. We hope our guests inspire and motivate you to walk with purpose as we trudge the road of human existence. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Legion OST Road Trip Podcast. We are coming home from Montana right now. And officially brought to you by Deadeye Outfitters. Damn straight. <laughs> if you don't wear Deadeye Outfitters, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> As you can see, this is going to be a shit show. We've been on the road for 10 days now. Has it been 10 days already? I think it's been 10 days. Oh my god. Um, we are working on bringing you guys a four-part podcast um coming to you from california hunts to utah to just wrapping up montana and then then we're going back to montana for over thanksgiving for another 10 days to chase elk and that will be the uh final episode of this four-part series so stay tuned for that but um yeah we're just gonna kick it off talk about some of the uh trials and tribulations dive into california We'll get into Utah, get into Montana. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm looking at Andy right now, and he's got this gnarly scar on his forehead (laughs) and nose. (laughs) I got kissed by a Weatherby. Yeah, the Weatherby kiss. The Weatherby kiss. It was tokened. It was tokened. By what? I don't know the guy's name. We don't know the guy's name. But but he was was the most awesome, gnarly dude from the backcountry I've ever met. Picked us up in the backcountry on a ranger. With a trailer with uh, four raghorns. Yeah, with behind lock gates yep. that yep. we hiked in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Four raghorns in his trailer. Yeah. And load. nothing but meat bags loaded. Yeah. And yeah. he was kind enough to pick us up and give us a ride down and the mountain. The best part was, is like, home dudes in all denim Carhartt stuff, all his meat bags are all denim bags. Yep. Everything he has is denim. Yeah. He's not using any sort of new gear. Team no camo. Team no camo yeah. all day Straight long. Straight up. Yeah, that dude was a savage. So, I think first off, like, let's let's talk about all the people we know right now out on the road, right? Yeah. Because I think the coolest part about this trip is, like, we hit the road and we had multiple friends hitting trips, right? All over the place. We had Kyle Sibley. Uh-huh. Hunt 365, yep. they were off to Montana. Yep. Um, we had Jeff Chavez over in uh, Colorado, Colorado yep. at Killing Muleys. Yep. So we were getting text updates from them all the time. Um, we ran into Adam Greentree on the road. Yep. And the Under Armour truck. The Under Armour truck. Um, God, yeah, I don't know. It was just cool. It was. It was well, uh, and everybody who also had tags. Then yep. we had Alcoholic. Yep. Who had his he was antelope tag. Home. Yeah, he was gonna come home with us, but he got yep. his antelope tag. Yeah. So it was just cool, like this whole trip just The Meachams. The Meachams. Dude, they packed in, Utah. in and smashed that monster yeah. bug, dude. Dude. Dude, we got so much to talk about, you guys. So <laughs> all right, so let's first talk about hunting in our home state on this four part journey. Adventure. Adventure. Adventuresaurus Rex. The bloody Gut popping, <laughs> mule deer slaying, having fun, having a blast. Yes. All right. So, 
first weekend of archery was together, right? July 10th. Was that was that the date? Yeah. I don't I couldn't even recall. It was a weekend. It was no. Was it the second weekend after the 4th or was it the weekend directly after the 4th? I don't know. Whatever, don't know. it doesn't matter. It was it was opening weekend of archery in A-Zone. In A-Zone. Yeah. And if I recall, it was hotter than I don't think we were hunting past 9 a.m. Yeah. It we was were hot. looking for creeks and rivers to jump in. It was hot. Yeah. Um so I drove up from Orange County. About four hours. Five yeah, hours. five and a half hours. And Andy, I drove down with Joe. Yep. Andy brought Joe. We met in camp. Or actually, we met on the side of a hill. Yeah. I we got did. there, I think it was like 7 p.m., and it was still 100 degrees. Brutally we had seen hot. some bucks that day. Yeah, you actually saw some bucks. Yeah, we saw legal bucks before yeah. opener. So I was getting texts. Oh, yeah, we're seeing legal bucks. I'm like, damn, all right, cool. Looking we're, good. We're looking good for opener. And I uh, got there, found him on the hill, ended up rolling into camp, set up set up camp, and uh, we were surrounded, surrounded. Surrounded. By. Yellow jackets. Oh, well, yellow jackets <laughs> and other A-zone hunters. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as, as deer camp goes opening uh, day, you know, the boys, the boys like to tie it on, you know, yeah. around us. Yeah. And uh, the other camps around us, they were having a good time. Yeah. I'm not sure everybody around us woke up at first light the to get after morning. it. Yeah. Nah. nah. They were putting a few back. Just a little bit. Yeah. So we woke up. We went out to one of the spots that I had known of this area. And uh, we hiked in. And... I broke off from you and Joe, right? And you and Joe hiked in, and I set up on a hillside and started glassing. Yeah. I'd seen a couple bucks at first light, probably half hour after first light. Yeah. Um, and then I saw a buck and was trying to tell Joe to go yep, get on that one. Yep, and Joe had a hard time getting after it, but um, he had, he made an attempt. Yeah, he got within, what, 100 yards? Yeah. And then it was just a wide open field. Yep. And then it got into some thick tall brush and he lost them mm-hmm. and then i was sitting there glassing and i was trying to be patient and i was patient as could be trying to wait for these deer to bed down but uh no avail public land hunting is a public land hunting i had a couple guys walk up behind me and passed uh, me while even, waving while waving saying hey, hey how you doing hey how you doing hey stranger i'm glassing this hillside right here yeah uh, I don't think they had seen the bucks at that point. I think they just decided to just... They were just going for Going it. for it. Yeah. And uh, they busted right through that area. And the bucks that I had seen, there was, it was a fork and horn and a fork spike blown out of there. Damn, that's a badass Camaro. Yeah, it was. Wow. So anyways, those, uh, those bucks got blown out. And we ended up meeting those guys down at the bottom... They ended up being fans, fans of the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was a little, I was Rattled. a little, yeah, I was a little bent, bent sideways on that one. Yeah. Um, but oh well, you live and you learn. Next time, don't be patient on public land opening day. Um. So yeah, we talked to those guys, and then we kept hunting a little bit, and then after that, we went to this uh, natural swimming hole. That was pretty rad 
amazing. Yeah. It was like an oasis. It was an oasis. In the desert. Yeah. It was 110 degrees, and that was a beautiful oasis to soak in, relax. Yeah. And then we hung out there all day. Yeah. Had dinner with the Yellow Jackets. The Yellow Jacket Express. Yep. Andy loves Yellow Jackets. Loves them. Didn't you get bit by one? No. Or was that me? Was that you? I think it was me I that trip. I definitely didn't. I don't remember. I was me. I got bit on my hand. Did you? Yeah, I think so. One of us got bit. I'm pretty sure it was me. I didn't get bit. Anyways. Then the next morning... Well, you guys left that night. We left Saturday night. Yeah, you guys left Saturday night. You guys took off. Um, I stuck around. I hunted the next day. And didn't see any deer the next day, unfortunately. And uh, headed home. And that was the first first weekend of California deer season. Yeah. Then from there, I went man. on a hunt with JJ. Yeah. Did that one. It was JJ, John Stallone. Yep. Tell us about that. Guys. How did that go? It was good. I mean, God, we got out there maybe Thursday afternoon. Maybe it's Friday. I don't really remember. It was so long ago now, and there's so many hunts in between, between. and all. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, JJ invited me to go to the Wilderness. I think it was Wilderness Unlimited property with him. Yep. And uh, went out there, and we saw a couple bucks. Nothing super special. Nothing super crazy. But you know, we got after it. We couldn't close the deal. Um, it was really dry, really loud. I think on the last day, on the last hike, we were coming down an old dirt road a few miles back. You couldn't drive in there. And JJ saw a buck, a little forked horn off the off the road that we were walking down. And, uh, I mean, I could have sent an arrow. It was 20 yards. There was some brush in between us. But I didn't, A, I didn't feel comfortable shooting the, shooting through the brush. B, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't ready to burn my first deer tag on some hindquarters that maybe weighed eight pounds. They were tiny, tiny little hindquarters. That's truth. You know what I mean? Like, and for people that don't know, why do you why do you care so much about the hindquarters? Man. That barbecue, dude. Yeah, that's, that barbecue. Family tradition for, oh God, I don't even know how long, yeah. since the 50s? Yeah. Easy since the 50s or maybe even before that. Blows everybody's minds every, every single time. time. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But so we did that trip and then... Did you hunt any more A-Zone hunts? Oh, like yeah. That? Hell yeah, dude. That same weekend I was coming home. We were talking to each other as I was coming home. Eating from hunting. Out. We yeah. were on our 28-day challenge. Yeah. That's right. Oh, God. 28. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some in and out, boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was... I went and hunted with Rob from California Hunting. Oh, that's right. That weekend. Same exact weekend up in uh, A-Zone as well. And uh, we... We went at it hard. Was it a day trip? I think it was. It was a day trip. Like it wasn't. A, yeah, it was. Uh, the wife was gone. Well, this is pre-wife. This was fiance. Before you got married. This was yeah, That's man. Right. A lot has happened since a zone opener. Um, this was uh, fiance at the time was gone, and um, I took off at two a.m. Drove up to Rob. Met up with Rob. Hopped in the truck. 
and we went into his area that he hunts and uh, we went at it all day hunted from sun up to sundown we ended up seeing a few bucks but uh nothing um nothing really transpired of those uh two bucks we saw but really cool getting to see some new country there mm-hmm. and then man after that a lot more hunts man many more hunts after that i yeah. think i went back up to that same exact spot spent the weekend up there um came across one buck um uh, that was pretty much it there you any other hunts beyond that outside of for a zone for a zone no. no and then for you it's pretty much d zone right yeah well then we rolled into your wedding yeah yep right after that, that was august yep which i left from your wet. you came out during the dinner of your wedding i was yep. smoking a backwoods yep and i looked at you and i was like the mountains are calling and you looked at me and you're like go yeah and uh, it was opening weekend of archery the in next D-Zone. morning yep the next morning yep so i left your wedding at yep. eight o'clock i didn't even get into camp until like midnight or 1 a.m <laughs> went to sleep in the back Racked of my out. truck yep and then my hunting partner for the last 10 12 years john Woke me up by knocking on my camper window, saying, it's opening morning, buddy. Time to get up. Time to get up. Time to get up, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. And uh, we went out that day. I jumped a couple bucks first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. but no shots, no, you know, it was just, boom, there's a buck, boom, it's gone. And then... Uh, That's some thick country up there, too. Dude, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Rifle or bow. Yeah, it don't matter. The shots are the same distance. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was opening afternoon. Uh, we ended up helping out the guy who shot that 4 by 5 It was, you know, a hybrid black tail. Mm-hmm. The tail was all black, but, you know, it's just so it goes. Hybrids. Transvestite black tail. Mule deer mix. Yeah. 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 California style. Yep. Shaking yep. it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it had two cheaters coming off the side. Nice. On the three side. And uh, it, was a, it was a nice four by five. And got that all squared away. And then we went back out later that afternoon and spent the rest of the weekend hunting. Didn't, you know, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. And then you went on your honeymoon. I was gone. Went to the Dominican, C'est la vie, but... You know what was cool about that place was the resort we stayed at. They had Wi Fi. Well, yeah, they had Wi Fi, <laughs> whatever. I was in the Dominican. Wi Fi didn't matter. However, they had archery. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they had a fucking archery totally hail bale set up. Yeah. Hay bale set up. And uh, they had this recurve bow fucking shooting contest every single day, which yeah. is pretty cool. Got on that, won a couple gold medals there. Yeah. 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 So that was fun. So you're on her on your honeymoon. Yep. Lee. Oh yeah. From Montana. Yep. Him and I take off. Yep. And we go up to my cabin to go hunting up there in the Sierra. Yeah. It's the second weekend of the season. And we're driving into one of my favorite spots to go hunt. We're literally coming around the turn to where I usually park to hike into this into this valley come around the turn and there's three bucks 
all standing, you know, right there off the side of the road. And, you know, throw the truck in park. It's just first light. Uh, range it. Is it 70 yards? You know, and I feel fairly confident at 70 yards. And uh, draw my bow back. Let one fly. Can't tell if it's a hit or a miss. You know, what happened. Mm-hmm. Just could tell it was a great buck. Took off. So Lee and I go up there to start going and looking for him. And, uh, nope. and, uh, next thing you know, we're, we're looking around for the arrow. We're looking around for blood. Can't find the arrow. Looking for about 45 minutes. And I'm standing on this little rock. And I kind of spin to start heading back to the truck. And I catch the tiniest drop of blood on the backside of that mule's ear cabbage that's up in the yep. Sierras. And it's like, boom, game on, right? Lee and I start blood tracking, get two more drops in 100 yards. Can't find any more blood. You know, we, we spent, I don't know, three hours, four hours looking, can't find any more blood. And I'm getting ready to notch my tag, and Lee's like, well, let's, you know, let's give it a little bit. Let's see what happens. You know, maybe there's more blood further down in the valley. So we keep looking. Six hours goes by, eight hours goes by. My dad and my brothers come out to help. Mm -hmm. Well, as soon as they pull up, I come over the top. And they look at me, and they're like, "Ah, blah, 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 whatever, BSing back and forth. Well, I put my pack down and my bow and my arrows down. Then I walk over to some jack pines to go take a leak really quick. Relieve myself. Relieve yourself. And uh, I'm over there doing that. And I look down to next to me and I'm like, did I bring an arrow over here with me? Why is one of my arrows <laughs> sitting in the ground? And I pick it up and it was the arrow that I shot that at shot. that buck. Yeah. Only one side of it had deployed and there was no blood anywhere on the entire arrow skimmed the back so I just grazed that buck barely grazed it not even enough yeah gave him a haircut gave him a haircut yeah flat top buck now yeah right and he was standing facing straight at me yeah so it wasn't a broadside shot or anything like that it was you know straight into the chest yeah that's it and uh I felt a lot better about it. Finding an arrow, retrieving an arrow, no blood. No on blood. It, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. No sign. Very, very, very minimal blood on the ground. I felt way better about it. And uh, continued hunting the next, the, the rest of the weekend. And yep. Did I you guys see anything we, else? I don't think we saw anything else the rest of the weekend. Maybe some does, but that was about it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think. So. D zone open. I got back from my honeymoon, and Jeff, uh, Killing Muleys, and I bless you. Thank you. Uh, we started hitting it hard. Yeah. We pretty every much every chance that he had an open time. Yeah, open we were. Weekend, you went out with him. We were out. Um, it was my first year hunting uh, down in D eleven, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, out in uh, D eleven, trenching that freaking mountainside in the angeles national um fun hunting we were on deer pretty much every single time 
and uh, I think maybe it was the second weekend out there. I actually, we, second or third weekend, we actually got on some bucks. We dropped down into this canyon, and we got within about, I want to say 100, 120 yards with our bows, and we set up behind this little, I don't know, little plateau, and we were waiting for these bucks to kind of drop down, give us some kind of an angle on them and get within range and we're sitting there and I look behind me to the left and sure enough there's this buck coming through the bottom of this draw and he's just cruising along doesn't see us however the wind is blowing directly across to where this buck is going to cross where he's headed in front exactly of him. where he's headed yeah. and uh, he doesn't see us and we're just sitting there we're we're hugged tight against this little hillside and uh we're plateau we're sitting there hugging and as soon as i finally am able to get a range on him i get a range on him and this is this is my first time in this situation with my bow you know i've had many of blown stocks with my bow um of just trying to get within range and just not really happening. So this is like my first time of like shit's getting real. Like it's about to get Western time to, yeah, time to get Western time to range it, get on it, get an arrow knock, draw back and and make shit happen. And really quick. Yeah. Now when you're sitting there and you know, you're knowledgeable enough to take in what's about to happen when the buck crosses in front of you. Yep. Are you in a state of panic? Are you in a state of ease? Are you in a mix of both? Like, what's going on with you internally in your thought process? I'm, like, I was in this moment of, I need to get a goddamn range on this buck so I can... Send it? So I can send it. Yeah. <laughs> send it! That's gonna send it. So, I'm, I'm sitting there. This buck is in high grass, man. And it's to his... Pretty much to his shoulder and, like... All I can see is top of his back and head and antler. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot get a good range. It's all I'm hitting is grass and it's just not happening. So finally he gives he comes up onto this the side of the draw. Finally comes up there at 60 yards. So I finally get a range and you've been going to the range a oh, bunch yeah, at this point. Yeah. I like, mean that's 60 every yards morning, every that's morning. Your kick shot. That's my shot. And uh, always, always let a few fly first thing in the morning at 60 yards. Make sure I'm good there. Um, I feel very confident at that range. And finally get a range on this buck. Well, as I'm ranging him, put my or put my range finder down. And as I go to draw back, he just does the full look around and is looking at me. With his ass away, head turned completely back, just staring at me. Uh-huh. And I'm at full draw, and he bounds off about 10 yards, and, and I hear Jeff behind me. He's like, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. So let down, and he runs up, oh, I don't know, another. So he was at 60 or 65 or something like that. He runs up the hill, gets to about 100 yards, and he's on this rock looking down at us now and i would i mean it was like it was like simba from lion king like he was just standing there pride rock pride rock 
literally it was like fried rock and he's sitting there just standing at staring at us snort wheezing at us like a dick now yeah because we still got all these other bucks over here to the right so we're like okay we're we're good we still got other deer yeah but then you got this dude up on Pride Rock snort wheezing at us. Yeah. And obviously alerts all the other deer. The deer blow out of there. And uh, he ends up going to about 110 yards. And, and that was that. So lessons learned. Um, yeah, I was talking to Kyle after that. And I was like, what would you have done different in this situation? And uh, he was like, man, he's like, whenever I'm ranging a buck, he was like, I always... He's like, I'll always have my release hooked in and I'll be ranging with my release hooked in at the same time. So when I get that range, I can just drop my range finder, draw you back. Going to full draw. Yeah. Rather than That's really good advice. Rather than dropping your range finder, looking down at your D loop, getting hooked in, yeah. then drawing back. Because that's 10, 15 seconds. 10, 15 seconds right there. <laughs> that could have easily made the difference. Yeah. But uh, that was cool, man. It was a great experience. And uh, we, after that, walked down to the edge. We ended up seeing a bear at about 120 yards. Or maybe it was more than that. I forget. I think it was like 200, actually. Um, ended up seeing a bear, and we, we attempted to make a move on it. But, I mean, before we could even get near range, he sent it us and took off. But, yeah, um, yeah we had, dude, multiple, multiple encounters uh, while we were hunting. And I uh, had a really good time hunting with Jeff this year. And I, shit, we still got tags to fill when I get yeah, home here. Yeah. Still got an AO tag sitting yeah. in my pocket. I got one too. It's my first yeah. year in eight years that I haven't tagged out in California on both my tags. Yeah, your seasons are pretty much coming to an end though, huh? Today. Yeah. Or tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. If I can hit, I don't have my bow, never mind. Yep. <laughs> I'd try it too if I did. California's over for Andy. Um... So then after that, yeah, D11 for me, and then it was up to you after that, right? I mean, it was right after that. You you started hitting it every weekend uh, up in D-Zone, yeah? Yeah. Well, it was right after that. It was when rifle started. Yep. So dove right into rifle season. Um, you know, first weekend... No, I still had a whole nother archery camp at somewhere in there with me, uh, my buddy Jeff. Uh, oh, yeah. My buddy yeah, Brett. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, my other buddy, whose name I can't think of right now, it makes me feel like a jerk face. Sorry, other buddy. Sorry, uh, buddy. God, who was there? It was me, Jeff, and. Uh, I can't remember his name. And I've known him for 14 years. Wow. Oh, God. What a dick. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Anyways. Um, yeah, dude, that trip was awesome. You know, there was no bucks taken. A lot of awesome country. Yep. You know, a lot of first-time experience, you know, for the guys that we got out with, for that I got out with. Um, and just kind of enjoying ourselves and laughing a lot and having a good time uh, I think during archery season I blew four tires this year <laughs> no four wheel drive no four wheel drive but I definitely blew out four tires and 
your airbag suspension. Oh, my airbag suspension yeah, went let's, out let's when not I was forget, going home. Let's not that forget trip. that. Yeah. Yeah. Was that that? No, that wasn't that trip. That was. Uh, no, it wasn't that trip that it went out. It was opening week in a rifle season that it went out yeah. when I was on my way home. But it was. Uh, that was the trip opening week in a rifle season when I had a hundred degree temperature but packed in and was super sick and then I got that whole lung congestion cough and everything like that that plagued you for this a whole month. trip too I was still coughing yeah like even this morning yeah yeah all right so you went out with those guys for archery that was archery yep and that was my last archery okay. hunt of the year and that those guys were first timers yeah give or take give or take yeah 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 and like what was right that? there and what was that like? I mean, you do that a lot. I mean, you take a I lot take of... first get Yeah, first-timers. First timers, yeah, so, I mean, what was that like for you, and what was that experience? Um, you know what, dude? It was great, man. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, one thing, and I'm, I'll rewind to hunting with Lee. Um, it's funny because I'll notice when I'm hunting with people how we work together as a team in the woods. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And we're not using radios. We're not, you know, there's no communication when you're in yeah. the woods. It's just working together yeah. and, and being aware. Yep. And uh, Lee and I work together flawlessly. I'm, he's one of the best, uh, best people that I've ever hunted with, just still hunting. Yeah. And everything came together perfectly, coming out at the same places at the same times. You know what I mean? It just worked, which was, like, phenomenal. Nice. Um, and then, so, same with me and the uh, the other guys. Like, for the most part, everything worked really well. Everybody got along really well. Everybody loved their experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and getting out into nature and getting to chase deer. Um, you know, it, but for me, you know, it's teaching hunters education and, and working with a lot of new hunters and really trying to pass on the tradition in a, in a healthy manner. I love getting to do that, Yeah, you know, and I always try to express to people, you know, as for me, it took me 10 years to get my first California public land deer. Yeah. You know, um, and I never, I never had private land really to hunt yep. growing up or anything like that. But, uh, is it, it's an amazing experience to get to hear the joy and the excitement, you know, and how people react when they find fresh deer scat or how people react when they find fresh tracks or a really well-used game trail. Yep. You know what I mean? And these are all first experiences for them. You know, as to me as a, as a longtime hunter, like, it's all stuff that I look for every time I'm out there. And I don't want to say I take it, take it for granted when I find it, but I the the amazingness of it isn't there yeah more so it's like now when i find it, it's like all right now it's time to work yeah you know it's what i mean instead of like work. oh my god it's yeah. here and like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. so you know what i mean the excitement is dulled down and the work factor for me is way more in, in charge yeah yeah. yeah yeah but so those were great hunts um rifle season opened yep uh thursday before rifle season i started getting seriously sick <laughs> It's totally awesome. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, how was how was opening weekend for you, man? Rough, dude. Uh, <laughs> rough. Um, I got super sick. Yep. I packed in. 
to a place where I went later in the year with you and Aaron. Yep. yep. Um, stayed out there. And opening weekend, I think, in the place where I was hunting, where I didn't expect to see any hunters, this is the first time I've ever counted any hunters out there. I counted seven orange hats and vests out there. Never saw a deer. And then on my way back, because I just seen that many guys out there and no deer. Yeah. I just kind of called it. Yeah, and, you bailed out. And went back to the cabin. Yep. Um, so, drove back to the cabin, and on my way from the trailhead that I parked at to the cabin, I counted another 83 hunters. Jeez, though. 83. And, like, I'm talking camps. Like, I've never five trailer camps. Yeah. Six trailer camps. You know, more vehicles than I've ever seen yep. road hunting. Uh, just everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was insane. It's just... Yeah, I remember talking to you that yeah. weekend. And you well, were, I went home Saturday yeah. night because I was, I like, was just like, too much, What the hell dude? are you doing at home, dude? And like, you too should much. be hunting. Yeah. I was sick and there's too many hunters. Yeah. And I just said, you know what? No. Yeah, you were pretty... Uh, you were pretty deflated by that, I would have to say. Yeah. 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 Well, you see that many hunters out there. Yeah. It's just... To me, I don't want to hunt in the woods with a rifle with that many hunters. Yeah. You know, and prime example, which will be something that we'll cover in Utah <laughs> when there's a million public yep. land hunters. Um, shit gets western. Shit gets western on the yeah. mountain, dude. Yeah. Especially if there's a big buck down. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, we'll obviously we'll, we'll cover, cover that. that, you know, in the next episode, but... <laughs> Anyway, so I went home, um, went back up the next weekend, and I don't think that weekend I had anybody that I was hunting with except for myself. Yeah. That was the weekend that was finally just for me. Yep. You know what I mean? I didn't have to worry about anything or anybody else, and uh, drove up. Did my... I don't remember where I hunted Saturday. No, I drove up, and I had just gotten the uh, IBK from Jeff. Uh, I called him and was like, hey, dude, I really want this knife for this trip. I'd love to, you know, is there any way? I mean, I was like, I'll pay shipping, blah, 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 blah. He got it up to me. And I, I literally, I, I got it Thursday before I left. Uh, super stoked, super pumped. Pulled into camp. I stopped at In-N-Out, you know, got a burger, and, and you know, that's like my good luck charm, dude. I go to that In-N-Out, and I uh, love that place. Yeah, we've got problems with In-N-Out. In-N-Out's a big problem. Yeah. Protein style, no protein style. Doesn't matter. In-N-Out's Doesn't matter. Problem. Animal style. Animal style. Animal style fries. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, pulling to camp, and... Uh, a really good buddy of mine, Ricky, and his wife had just gotten a buck. Yep. Right? So, boom. Instantly, I was pumped. Get I had, to work. Yeah, dude. And I had the new knife to give it a shot and see how well it went. And I uh, blazed through that deer, skinned it out, got it up, got it dealt with, got it squared away. And moved on the next morning to my hunt. Uh, which, I was still sick at this point. 
but never, never got on a deer. Nothing, nothing too good that day. And this was a trip you blew out your air suspension, right? No, that, that was the first weekend. I already did that. Oh, one. that was on the first weekend. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um. So. Then uh, what happened? Next morning, wake up and I'm like, all right, you know, it's been 50 mile an hour gusting winds, trying to figure out where the lee is, you know, and get get where there's no wind because that's where the deer are going to be. Yep. In my experience, that's always where the deer are going to be. So I got a pretty good idea where the deer are going to be, and I start working my way up, you know, and. And there it's like levels, right? Mm -hmm. It plateaus, and then you go up, and it plateaus, and you go up, and it plateaus. And I'm going through this area, and I get up. You know, my dad is like, make sure you get up to those top plateaus, those top two plateaus. All right, cool. No problem. I get up there, and I start working my way, and I'm like, in this one area, and I'm looking above me, and I'm looking below me at the dirt. And like, dude, this isn't a rutted trail. This is a mountainside that 30 yards above me and 30 yards below me, every square inch of it has a deer track, you know, and, and 15 yards across. Yeah. It's like all of the deer on the mountain went there, partied all night, and then went back to their beds. Partied all night. Partied all night. Because I think it was full moon, too. Was it really? Yeah, I was like right there was full moon. And, uh... Pulled out my glass, and I start glassing in the trees in front of me, and I just see this whopper deep fork, and I'm like, oh, shit, right? And it's 50 yards, dude. Yep. And then I see the main beam stick up, right? So now I know that it's it's bigger than a fork. It's a four by something. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm watching it, and I notice... At the angle I'm at and the log it's behind, the rack is so wide that I can't see the other set of antler on the other side of its head. And I'm just like, this is going to be a stupid buck, right? And I'm watching and I'm watching. I go to bring my rifle up and I can't find it in the scope because I'm looking through 10 power binos and going back to four powered scope. Pull the binos back up to make sure I'm looking at the right place. Boom. Right place for sure. Bring the rifle back up. And as I'm bringing the rifle up, I see the body of the deer stand up and start walking down. Mm-hmm. Right? So it walks behind a tree. And I try to lead. And as soon as I get to the next clearing, the body of the buck. And I, I can see at this point, it's it's roughly a 4 by 5 And... Uh, I hit the next tree gap where I might be able to hit it. And, I I mean, I got ribs and ass, and then it was gone. Yeah. Right? But it wasn't spooked. It was just just up, moving around. Slowly going away. Yeah, moving its bed or something, you know? So I'm like, all right, where can I find my next window to shoot through? So I go up, you know. I'm like, all right, 10 yards to that tree. I'm going to go to that tree, and then I'm going to be quiet. And are you you scrambling to get to this tree, or are you moving slow? slow. All right. Slow. They don't know I'm there. Yeah. The deer, the buck doesn't know I'm there. So I take three steps up this hill. Boom, there's another buck. This buck's 30 yards from me, and he's staring straight at me. Yeah. And I knew at that point it was like, all right, 
And I could tell he was a legal buck just by looking straight yep. at him. Legal buck, good buck. Boom. Dropped down to my knee, put the rifle on him, boom, plugged him one, dude. He takes off running, right? And I'm like, I think I missed it. Yep. Four by four gets up on the right of him, starts running. Four by four gets up on the left of him, starts oh, running. And they're both good bucks with yeah. eye guards, you know what I mean? And then the four by five, which I see is just massive and <laughs> wide, just monster buck. I've never seen different a buck. caliber, different caliber of yeah. California deer takes off running. And I don't, and I see them all going through the trees, but I don't see the fourth buck, which is the buck I shot. shot. Yeah. Right. But I'm watching up to the tree, up through the trees and I'm strafing essentially to my right while looking uphill. Well, then when I kind of start getting, you know, close to where the it, the edge drops off down to the next plateau, I put my rifle down and I look and the buck is literally like 10 feet in right front there. of me, just dead, just done. Boom. So boom. Done deal. There was, there was my, oh, not opening weekend, but whatever, yeah. you know, got my good luck charm and s- scored a great scored buck. Scored a great awesome. buck. Awesome. Yeah. Beat that. And, uh. cut that thing up and I was like I'm not I'm not doing multiple trips yeah up this mountain sounds familiar I'm not doing multiple trips up this mountain uh, I think I was like three three miles or something like that and uh, ridiculous climbing and elevation and everything that I don't want to go back through cut it up threw it in my pack as much as I could yep um, I mean, I think I took everything but the rib meat, but the ribs were just junk. Yeah. You know, they were just wrecked. And uh, so I uh, I left the left the carcass, took everything in my pack, and hiked out. Finally met up, you know, my, my dad uh, got in contact with me, and he met up with me halfway out. He carried my rifle you know, for the last half mile or nice. something like that, which that rifle weighs, you know, 12, yeah, 13 pounds. Yeah, that's a big rifle. It's not, yeah. it's got a lot of barrel on it. <laughs> it's not a lightweight no. rifle. No, it should be though. No. It should be lighter. I need to figure that out. Um, you know, but got back, got everything squared away and, and that actually the next weekend, yeah, we went down, I drove down to you was it the next weekend? It was the next weekend. No. Not, yeah. No, no, no. Yes. I, I was up at... No, I came up next weekend. The next weekend was the weekend that I killed my buck. Wasn't that the weekend after the barbecue? Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. You're right. You're no. Because right. right. we were back-to-back weekends. Yeah. So, that's right. Yeah. Like an old married couple here. Fuck it, A, man. Um, There's too much stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. So, Andy killed his buck that weekend, and I was set to come up. Um, the following weekend and I had taken what two days off work and I drove up Thursday morning right yeah was it Thursday morning yeah and you guys were coming up Friday yeah yeah so yeah you called me you're trying to figure out if you should come to my house or just head straight up yep so I ended up uh, I took two days off because for me it was a it was a haul it's a serious drive yeah it was a drive actually took me just as long to get there as it did to, to get to utah to utah yeah um so 
Jeez. Hey. Uh, yeah, so I drove up Thursday morning, and my goal was to knock down a buck before I even saw Andy. And I uh, got to camp. You fuckers, dude. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Got to camp, and it was raining, and uh, it had been raining pretty much all day. I, I had not met Andy's dad. I had not met you Andy's met anybody brother. Family. Hadn't met anybody. Yeah. Um, people knew of me. I knew of them. Didn't meet any of them yet. So I show up to camp. Nobody's at the cabin, and knock on the door. Nobody's there. And all of a sudden, truck pulls up. Your dad is in the truck, and uh, he he was not a happy camper at that point in time. He uh, had just gotten a flat tire in the mud, oh, in the yeah. rain. Yeah. So he wasn't too flat stoked. Flat tires are bountiful up there this year. Yeah. So he was not too stoked about that. Um, so he had to come into camp, and he dropped your brother off, and they had to go take the truck into town to go get a new tire. So I looked at Nick, and I was like, hey, Nick, my name's Anthony, so-and-so. Like, you want to go hunt? And he was like, sure. Sure. Let's go. So uh, we hopped in my truck and we just started cruising around and uh, it was raining the whole time. So we kind of just went for an old fashioned road hunt at that point. Yeah. And uh, cruised around and got probably within like 30 minutes, we actually saw our first buck and we had spotted it. I don't know, probably what seemed to be like 75 yards off the road and uh, got out and as soon as I came around the corner and got into the bushes it was on me and it was only 30 yards yeah. from me and uh, you know he bounded off and took off unfortunately we never were able to track him down um, so that was that we continued on we saw a bunch of does and I mean we were getting right up to the last light pretty much and um, we had stopped in this one area. We were glassing around, and uh, your brother Nick actually was the one that spotted the doe first. And sure enough, right next to the doe, or not a doe, I'm sorry, it was a spike. Mm -hmm. And uh, right next to the spike, there was a buck. We couldn't tell exactly what it was. We knew it had horn. I saw a split. It was legal. Time to put, put the hammer down. Putting the hammer down, dropped to my knee, took my shot, and it was an interesting shot. <laughs> it was through the trees. Uh, this buck was quartering away, and uh, my goal was to kind of come in through the ribs and angle through the lung out the shoulder, and uh, ended up shooting, and that was when we got to work. We went to the spot that I had shot. We found the burnout tracks. And guess what? We didn't find a drop of blood. Yeah. It faded you. Your brother was like, are you sure you hit it? And I'm like, dude, that was like a 75, 80-yard yeah. shot. I'm, I'm positive. Girl, it's dead somewhere. And it's kind of like what you went through the weekend before, right? Mm -hmm. You thought maybe you missed it. but There was no blood no on the blood. I shot. Uh, but, man, I dude i knew i hit that buck yeah. right so we're cruising around we're looking we don't find a drop of blood all we're seeing is burnout tracks We've, and it's getting dark oh it's i mean dude we were i think 
I think that night, I think sunset was at 6.30. This happened at, I think, 6.09, like yeah. somewhere right at, like right before right last night. in the last 45 yeah. minutes of shooting. And so we're sitting there, we're cruising around, we're walking, and all of a sudden this we find the spike again. And the spike would not leave the area. Yeah. And at that point, we kind of, we knew something was up. Like that buck had to have been in the area. Either A, it was injured, or B, it was down. And we looked, we looked, we circled this area. We went back, forth, left, right, every which way. Yeah. So Nick comes up to me. He's like, man, he's like, maybe we should come back in the morning. Like, I was like, let's just look at this one last area we hadn't looked at yet. We go circle the area. We ended up meeting right back at kind of where we had seen the burnout tracks, but off about 10, 15 yards to the right. And we meet up there, and we're like, okay, maybe we should come back in the morning. We'll have better luck. And boom, we looked down on the ground, and there was fresh dirt kicked up. Yeah. And it had been raining. Fresh fresh dirt, you mean dry dirt. Dry dirt. Yeah. So the topsoil had been kicked off, the wet topsoil, and we were like, boom, game on. Yeah. So your brother, Sherlock Holmes over here, tracking mofo. Dude, my brother's a savage, dude. Yeah. He, uh, you know, we just start following these tracks, man, and we keep going, we keep going. I want to say by the time we got about 500 yards from where the buck had been shot, we were losing hope. We were kind of down in our dumps at that point. We were kind of like, man, I don't know if we're going to find this buck. Hadn't, Still hadn't found a drop of blood. Yeah. And... The one thing that kind of caught my eye was, and well, actually your brother pointed it out first. He was like, you notice how there's only three tracks here. He's like, there's not four. Every time it's hitting the ground, there's three tracks. So we're like, okay, maybe I, maybe I hit his shoulder, but he ain't dropping. But further we got in, I started noticing that the tracks got deeper and deeper and deeper. Heavier. Heavier. So I knew at this point that that, that buck was hurt it was injured we get like i said about 500 yards in and we had started to kind of second guessing it and we were going to come back in the morning and this is all in the dark yeah this is in the dark in the rain in the rain yeah. and we're headlight headlamp city and uh we stop we're having a conversation we're breaking it down and I grabbed my light and, and this I, is the first day you've met my brother yes <laughs> not even first day first like five hours yeah and i take my headlamp off my head and i literally just scan this open horizon and it's like you can see with the light you know 75 yards in front of you and scanning 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 white ass right there and i look at your brother and i'm like dude it's right there yeah but he kind of looked like he was just sitting there yeah like he just looked like he was down like taking a taking a break like he like maybe in, he's injured. He was injured. And uh he definitely so, was injured. Yeah. He was definitely injured. He was he was down for the count. Down for the dirt <laughs> he was, nap. He was he was taking a nap. Yeah. So walked up on him man and uh that was my first California public land buck. Now what was that like encompass the feeling for you? Cuz I've known you for a year, yeah. right? And we've been talking about the hunts and whatever yeah. we had coming up and 
trying to make it all happen and been working at it since July. Yep. To come full circle all the way almost October at this point, or was it October? It might, maybe it was. I can't I remember. I think it was the first weekend of October, yeah. So and come still full, October. Holy right? cow. I know. So come full circle, and you're approaching your first... Because you've been trying for how many years in California? So this would be my sixth season hunting California. California public land. Yeah. And that was the first buck that I put on the ground in California. How does that feel? Oh, it was... Dude, I was elated, man. Yeah. I mean, it was... The level of excitement, man. Like, I, I straight up hugged your brother. Like, yeah. brother barely knew me. And I was like... Yeah. And your brother knew, too, because I told him, I was like... He's like, are, he's like, do you like, what are you looking for? And I was like, I'm looking for a legal California buck, man. I, was well, like, I don't even care. I was like, I, I mean, I, I care, but I, at the same time, I'm not a, I mean, it, I'm not a horn hunter, man. Like yeah. I'm a meat hunter and obviously you want to take mature animals and that's the goal. But you know, sometimes you take what you can get. take what you can get. Um, yeah, and I, dude, I grabbed your brother. I hugged. Him. He went to high five me, dude, and I just went straight past his high five and gave him a fucking hug. And I was like, so pumped, man. It was that was, yeah, it was a great feeling. Yeah. Um, but then we had to get back to the truck yeah. to go get everything to start getting to work. Yeah, because I didn't have my anything. pack. Yeah. And uh, I had to get back to the truck, and it was pitch black. Yeah. Pitch black. Yeah. There was no moon that night. No moon. Clouds, yeah. though. Clouds are plenty. Clouds are plenty. Raining. And uh, I, for once, this is the first time this has ever happened to me, man. Mr. Backpacker. Yeah, Mr. Backpacker, Mr. Outdoorsman got turned the fuck around out there, dude. I didn't have a GPS on me. Uh, my Onyx maps, <coughs> for some weird reason, was not computing with where I was. Didn't work. Couldn't get me to the road I needed to get to to get back to the truck. Mm-hmm. And I walked for about 15 minutes, man. And I was like, you know, I'm going to turn around and go back to your brother at this point because... I'm obviously not going the right direction yeah. because I should have hit my Something truck. by now. I should have hit a road by now. Yeah. And uh, I ended up turning around, ended up hooting and hollering back to your brother, and we found each other. And then at that point, your brother had a, had a uh, I, think, I forget what app he had, but he had a topo map uh, mm-hmm. downloaded on his phone. Topo maps is what we've used forever. Yeah, got back to my truck um but even him dropping a pin where we had killed the buck where i was sitting he tried coming back and he even got thrown off by 150 200 yards when he was coming back and he had to hoot and holler to get back to me so anyways at that point it's time to get to work and uh this was when the mogul family tradition came into play. Oh, yeah. This is pretty cool, man. So we're on our way back to camp. We field dress the deer. We drag the deer out and uh, get it in my truck. We get we head back to camp, and your brother's like, all right, this is like, this is a, a full-blown. This is how it goes down. This is how it goes down. There's a tradition. He's like, you got to, 
you got to go in a certain way, you got to back up a certain way, and then you back right into the meat pole. The meat pole. Yeah. So as I'm backing up, first person to come out is your mom. Yeah. And uh, had you met my mom yet? Hadn't met her. <laughs> Miss Mokel comes out and she's like, "Oh, you must be Anthony." <laughs> and she's like, "But actually, before that, all she cared about was the buck." Yeah. So she peeks her head in the truck and she's like, oh, that's a dandy. Like, yeah. that was pretty funny, man. Yeah. So we back up there. Ricky comes out. Ricky. Ricky had had a few drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and I hadn't met Ricky yet. Yeah. Uh, well, I had given Ricky strict instructions. Yeah. To give. To dawn up on you. And, and that was the complete opposite. Drop shit bombs on you. Complete opposite yeah. of what Ricky did. Yeah. Yeah. So Ricky comes out with his buddy Don. Donnie. Yeah, and uh, your dad comes out, your brother's there, and I think there was a couple other people that had come out. I don't remember their names. Well, when they hear Bucks at the Dirt, yeah. everybody kind everybody of shows up. It was up. like a, a headlamp frenzy coming towards yeah. the meat pole. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool, man. Um, ended up cracking a beer there, talking with Ricky, and then uh, we get the we get the Bucks strung up, and, and Ricky, go-getter that he is. Yeah grabs my knife from my hand and he's like you've done enough work go sit down drink a beer i'll do the rest for you yeah i'm like what <laughs> and he's like yeah just go sit down have a drink so <coughs> ricky just goes full bore starts skinning the deer yeah and your dad comes out he's out there so it was cool it was all hands-on effort everybody pitched in and uh got the deal deer all quartered out hung on the meat pole and uh man what a night what a night and everybody was like everybody's like man i'm gonna go text andy we gotta let him know and i'm like no 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 i was like i have to be the one to tell him yeah and i was gonna i was trying to hold out dude i was trying to hold out well i was trying to hold out trying to hold out till you got to camp and then you saw it hanging on the meat pole and then yeah and but then figured it out. Figured it out. Yeah, but well, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, your whole family was like, no, we got to tell them. I was like, no, 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 yeah. no. So, I mean, the other funny thing about that whole trip, right? I asked, you know, we're on our way back into camp. And I asked Nick, I was like, what do you guys usually do for dinner? And, like, I was prepared to just do, like, backcountry meals or whatever. Yeah. And um, your brother's like... No, no. No, uh, we're having steak and lobster for dinner. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, what kind of deer camp is this? And he's like, no. No, no. No, no, no. We're literally having steak and lobster. Yeah. And uh, I, so, I mean, it's 10 p.m. Your mom throws two ribeye steaks on the grill. Lobster had already been eaten, but yeah. I was, I mean, dude coming back into deer camp having ribeyes cooked up for you dude that was unreal woke up the next morning your mom's like your mom tells me she's like when you wake up just come straight in the house fireplace will be on you'll be good to go yeah and uh should be a fresh pot of coffee and then you guys can get on your way sure enough wake up your mom's up got a fresh pot of coffee going fire going wood stove stove. it was awesome man yeah. And then uh, you guys, you guys being Andy and Aaron, yeah, showed up. What? Well, no. no. Oh well, hold on. So I went out for my morning hunt because I still had my AO tag, right? Yeah. So I went out and uh, I got service. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I took the wrong turn, ended up getting service, and yeah. I was like, called me. fuck, I got to call him. I got to tell him, man. And what was my response when you called me? The first thing I said when I answered Buck down? Him, I was like, you better have a buck down, motherfucker, or you shouldn't be calling me at all. And, and you're all... I had a buck down. You're all, yeah, I shot a buck last night. And I was all, bullshit. <laughs> I was like, you did not. And you all, no, no, I, I, I shot a buck last night. And I told everybody that nobody, nobody could tell, tell you. you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right. And I was like, I don't believe you until you send me pictures. And sure enough. Sent you a picture. You sent me a picture and, and you had a buck down. Yeah. Like straight up. Straight up. Like a good buck. And it wasn't a fork and horn. Yeah. It was no, a like, good three by it three. It was a good three buck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was for my first California buck, man. I felt pretty spoiled. I, I yeah. <laughs> all day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. <sighs> went out archery hunting that morning. Uh, went back to that area that I'd seen that first buck at, and went up, hiked up that hill, and I got up there, had some lunch, and kind of felt pressure was off, man. I was yeah. like, cool. Relieved. Yeah, relieved. Yeah. Felt felt good. Came back and uh, you guys were in camp. I think about like two, or you were in camp at I was like in camp. two, and then Aaron arrived at like four or something like that, four or six, five, maybe? six, something like that. Somewhere right in there. Yeah, and then um, we went hard the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I took you guys on an escapade. Yeah, we went up to that spot that you camped opening weekend, right? Yeah, and walked into like a full wall of fog. Yeah, that, that was, was a cool. Nightmare. Though. It was amazing. Yeah. The coolest part is when the fog would lift. Yeah. And it was just crystal clear. Whoa, look at this rig in front of us. That what is that thing, dude? I have no idea. It's probably... A, that is a super wide load. Is that in the shoulder? Holy shit. That's in the shoulder and the lane. And the entire lane. Yeah. Wow, that's a big rig. Anyways, so yeah, when the fog lifts... Jesus Christ. Big butt. It's called Big Bud. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, when the fog lifted, man, it was like looking into a fishbowl. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So that was cool. We went up there, we hiked around, we did a bunch of spot and stock cause we had AO tag Yeah. and, uh, Aaron had his rifle tag that he was still trying to fill. Yeah. So he kind of broke off in another area, came up and over met us down um on the trail we went into another area did some spot and stock and just kind of creeped and crawled through the woods well and then i almost made a stock on a on a doe remember the buck that we saw across the valley (laughs) it was gonna be like a three and a half hour stock oh yeah the the buck that was actually a doe that was a doe that grew horns yeah in the in the spotting scope yeah that one that one okay yeah Hey, dude! After seeing fifteen doe, you know the sixteenth yeah. doe might, yeah, might have. After horns. seeing three hundred, maybe you'd see one. Yeah, yeah. In Utah. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, we debated on that, and I tried telling you to sack up, go for it. Thank God you didn't. Yeah, you tried to get Instagram to back you up on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. And I think it? everybody said, "Stop being a pussy. Just go said, for it. Man the fuck up. Man the fuck up." handle business they said no weak shit no weak shit no one's coming yeah it's up to us yeah yeah and uh i think right before you went we confirmed that that was a doe yeah 
and that was that. Yeah. And then we hiked down, mm-hmm. and then we cruised around. Yeah. And then uh, we got on another buck that weekend. Was that the next day? I don't remember. I think it was the next day. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. That The little buck contest buck. Little buck contest buck. Yeah. What happened? I couldn't get my... Uh... So on the Garmin site, it's got these green arrows that point to the circle of where you're supposed to have your red dot for when you're ranging it. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I couldn't get my red dot on that green circle, which was a nightmare. Yeah. Absolute. Yeah. 100%. It didn't happen on the first buck I shot at during archery season. You think it had to do with being in the timber? I, You know, I, maybe it was the maybe angle was of the shot. picking things up weird or... So it was ranging 10 yards closer than it should have been. Yeah, because it was actually, I think, like 70-something yards. I think it was like 72. 72, and you had ranged, I think, like 64. Yeah. So. And. uh, You let it rip, though. I let it rip. You know, archery. No, it was rifle season archery buck. Yeah. And uh, missed it like the broadside of a goddamn barn. (laughs) Yeah, you missed the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that deer said, say la vie. Yeah, he just kind of, but he didn't even really, like, Whoa. take off, dude. He, he, I know. He just kind of was like, I'm going to go behind this tree over here. Nice yeah. seeing you guys. I'll mill off. Yeah, later. I tried to back you up, but it was too far by then. Yeah, it was not happening. Yeah, and then, uh, man. I and then took, the next weekend, I came down and seen you. Yeah, so I took off pretty pretty soon after that and then you guys kept hunting that entire evening right yeah we hunted yeah. all the way till about six seven o'clock yep and then that was that weekend um but great man music. it was great time hunting with aaron yeah uh had a great time hanging out with him well him and i got into some really awesome country out there too yeah he was loving it man yeah oh remember the bear no you don't remember the bear no did we see a bear yeah you we went did. after the bear. You took my bow. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You and I went off. Aaron was rifle hunting, and you and yeah. I went off. Yeah. And did the... Uh, we were just spotting, stalking through the woods. You forgot your release. You forgot your release. Yeah, I forgot release. my release, so I brought the camera and yeah. left my bow. Yep. Which, that's not the set the first time that that's happened to me, not having my release. Yeah. And this is the first year where I decided I was not going to buy a bear tag in California. Yeah. Shame on me course see a bear mm-hmm. and uh and i don't have my bow and andy doesn't have his bow have a camera I can take he's got his camera and we're cruising through this area and this one area and this whole entire freaking zone we're hunting opens up in this one spot i felt like and sure enough i see this brown thing just barreling and we thought it was like a big buck well, i thought it was a big buck like a for big sure. body buck because we just saw a flash of we it. just saw a brown flash it wasn't it was a cinnamon bear and uh we saw a flash of this thing barreling down the hill and i was like got to our knees and we couldn't see it like dropped behind this tree so we run up and we get behind this other like patch of the cabbage i guess right yeah and uh we're glassing glassing this thing comes barreling out of the tree it's a bear small bear not nothing huge yeah and uh andy's like <laughs> Take the camera. Give me your bow. Give me your release. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your draw length, Andy? 
28 and a half. <laughs> Mine's like 30 and a half or yeah. 31 or something like that. Yeah. And so he takes my bow and we he runs for it, man. Goes for it. I took off. Yeah, he took off. And uh, that bear was... Never got within range. Never and he got was within tiny. range. He was tiny. Like 75 yeah. pounds. Yeah, but it was pretty funny, man. It, it was, was fun. It was fun. Like, it was a cool little, like... Yeah. Yeah. Change of the guard. Yeah. Here's my release. Here's my bow. Go for Go it. Go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was... Uh, it was an eventful weekend. It was fun <laughs> getting to uh, hunt with Aaron. You know, I had only met Aaron previously at the West Coast Archery uh, Broadhead shoot. Yeah. So getting to do that... And you had been trying to get Aaron out for since twenty August twenty fifteen. Yeah, long time. Yeah, and so yeah, that was fun. Oh look, elk, bison. Wow, look hey. at that. All cows, little bison on the roadside. Yeah, nothing, nothing bad about that. No. Um, yeah. So then next weekend, you came with my hindquarter. Yep. So we had from the rifle harvest. Yep. So, Silverware had their grand opening down in Costa Mesa, um, and Andy was gracious enough to drive down from Petaluma to my place down in Huntington Beach. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Thursday evening? Thursday evening. God, what a nightmare. Thursday. I forgot how much LA sucks. Yeah, it's, it blows, dude. It's not a fun drive. At all. Um, I'm not actually looking forward to driving through LA. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. And... Um, so, anyways, Thursday came down. Friday was the barbecue. Um, you went to Silverware in the afternoon. You were just hanging out there. And well, I went down to yeah, I went down and met up with Jeff about yep. ten thirty or eleven, and just hung out there. Got the barbecue ready. Got the whole kind of back alley, yep. camp kitchen set up, barbecues yep. and grills and stoves and everything. Yep. And then I got there probably, oh, I don't know, 4, 4.30 or so. And that was when we realized we still had shopping to do. We had to still do a lot of shopping. So and we piled in Jeff's truck. No, piled in this truck. Piled your truck. And uh, we we went to town. Yeah. And we came back. I think the barbecue was supposed to start at like 5. People started trickling in. Yeah. Started doing sausages, man. What did we have? So we had a hind quarter. So we did a we did a seventeen and a half pound venison hind quarter. Okay. We did twenty pounds, or was it thirty pounds of venison sausage? Yeah. But we had an assortment of venison sausage. Yeah. We had jalapeno cheddar. We had artichoke heart. Yep. Garlic, and jalapeno bratwurst. We had regular bratwurst. bratwurst. And then we had chili cheese and cheddar. Oh, my God. That one tasted like a chili cheese Frito. Did it. It tasted <laughs> amazing. Retarded. Um, so we had 30 pounds of that. And then you you had some... What, yeah, I brought some jalapeno... Jalapeno brats? Jalapeno bacon uh, chipotle and uh, apple cinnamon. And then you also brought... Pork chunks. Oh yeah, yeah. So we did a tang. Yeah, pork I forgot chunk. about that. I had a hog ham that I cut up into chunks and marinated in uh, soyaki sauce, and then uh, like a pear gorgonzola sauce or something yeah. like that, yeah. or vinaigrette, and yeah. um, we marinated those. 
And it was a damn good time. Yeah, man. And it started pouring rain. Yeah. It started and lightning. Yeah. Which in Southern California. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. I can't tell you the last time I'd seen lightning like near that. my house. Yeah. Like dumping. It was dumping rain. But that stopped no one. That stopped no one. We barbecued we in the rain. We still finished the hindquarter. Yeah. We barbecued in the rain. We ate in the rain. People were there having a good time. What? And then uh, from field to plate. Yeah. Jeremiah came Jeremiah. Out. Yep. And that was the first time he'd ever seen anybody cook a hindquarter like yeah. that. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. Everybody he, loved it. I my favorite part of that night though was the the Orange County gal. They came up and uh-huh. asked for gluten-free bread. Gluten-free bread. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like uh, Yeah, I just laughed. I don't know I, how to respond I, to that. Yeah. Sorry if you're gluten-free, but it was <laughs> it was pretty funny. Not, not happening like, here. This isn't a full-service restaurant. This yeah. is... Uh, this is a back-alley yeah, barbecue. this is a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was good, man. We had a lot of people come out. Um, Jared from uh, SoCal Outdoorsman. Guy. Um, boned out Euromounts. Boned out Euromounts. Ted came out from... I think he lives out in, like, Ojai. Yeah, or Ojai or something like that. Drove pretty far down for that. Um, yeah, man, there was a lot of people came out. Um, everybody had a damn good time. And then uh, that was a wrap on the barbecue, probably pretty late. We and had then some... the next thing that we discussed, right, which was, hey, dude, I'll see you in Utah. No. What did we do the next day? Oh, I forgot about that yeah. part. Yeah, dude, it's been a wild ride. Dude, it's been a wild ride. So the next morning, yeah, Jeff came and picked us up. Jeff came to my house, picked us up in his truck, and we drove out to sheep country. And Jeff has the same passion for his truck that I have for my truck. We both love our trucks yeah. so much. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, so he picked us up, and we yep. went out to sheep country. Yeah, we went out to sheep country. California sheep country. California sheep country. Yeah. And uh, we put some miles on the boots. and uh, Some serious miles. Yeah, cruising around. And I honestly never really messed with glassing up sheep. Sheep before at all. Um, I mean, I'd done it in Montana, but that was yeah. it. And then, uh, yeah, we did that all morning. Jake oh, came out and met Jake, up with us. Jake came up met with us uh i think midday probably like 11 or noon or something like yeah. that and we met up with him continued pounding the ground and, i gotta uh, say man hiking around with both of them and like just hearing their knowledge yeah. and, and and what they have going on is so amazing yeah especially that they're willing to share the experience with us yeah that you was cool I mean? man it's funny because i had you know the podcast i did with jake mm-hmm. um I knew nothing about sheep going into that. Yeah. And I still know nothing about sheep. <laughs> a little still learning. Still learning yeah. a lot. Um, but uh, going out and being able to glass them with them and, uh, you know, getting that firsthand experience with them. And I mean, these guys are serious sheep hunters, sheep yeah. guides. Yeah. Um, they put down monsters. Yeah, from Kika Outfitters. Yeah. Kika Worldwide. And uh, so that was fun, man. What a day. That was yeah. a good time. Yeah. And we went to In-N-Out afterwards. Yeah. Had some, had a double-double animal style. Yeah. That In-N-Out, it's a, it's a vital stop. It's a vital stop. Yeah. 
I'm going to try to convince you to stop at one today. We might stop at one yeah. today. All right. That's a possibility. Yeah. So that was a wrap on California, right? That was, I mean, literally, officially, that was the end of California for us. And that was two weekends ago. Yeah. And the next part that you guys <laughs> will hear about is the road trip to Utah. Yeah. So before we end out this episode yeah what's your dead eye question for me oh shit alright I got one for you <laughs> hit it <laughs> alright dead eye question of the day for Andy Mokul yeah uh oh if you were to be kidnapped <laughs> and you were able to choose how you were kidnapped yeah would it be a Oh, I get. I only get oh, like. Oh, these. No, 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 no. Minimal circle. No. Okay. First, is it? Do you get kidnapped by a male or a female? Or in California standards, Who transgender. Knows? Yeah. So you got Non-binary. <laughs> Non-binary with Pictionary. Okay, so you got three choices there. That could get Western real quick. <laughs> real quick. And how how does it go down? So if I was gonna be kidnapped, hold on a second though. Let me let me explain this. Though, <laughs> Andy has been asking me to ask this question to multiple to people multiple on people, the podcast, and I'm just you're not comfortable. Asking I'm not this sure question. how people are gonna react to this because you just never know. And yeah, who yeah. was the last person you were podcasting with? I and I was like, ask this person. I don't remember this question. I don't. remember. And you were like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. I think it was. I think it was Nate from Maven. Was it? It I might have so, been. But I think it was Nate. Yeah, I think it was. So, Nate, if you're listening, just know that that was the question. Sorry, Nate. I just didn't really feel comfortable asking Yeah, that you was that. the question that I wanted you to answer. And if you want to send me a text message with your answer feel about free. how you'd like to be kidnapped, you know. Let us know. I can make that a reality. I mean, let me know. All right, Andy. How, um, you, how, how is this going down? All right, dude. So... Man, woman, tranny, what? I would think if I was going to be kidnapped, make them like serious Russians with just like the gnarliest, thickest Russian accent, right? Like a guy named Ilya or something like that, you know? <laughs> just like burly Russian All dude, right? Okay. right? But, but we're going to mix in that video I posted from old school, right? Yeah. So I want Metallica cranking as loud as possible in a black rape van I mean panel van <laughs> and I want him to like be breaking through stuff speeding around tackle me to the ground put a black bag over my head in a highly public populated area and drag me away okay like Tight. Market Street San Francisco middle of the day okay yeah that's that's how you want it to happen fuck it alright yeah Interesting. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, now we know. Now, now wins half the battle. Yeah. All right. Anything else, there, buddy? I don't know. I think we're. I think that covers. You got any uh, wrap up of California? Um. Yeah, I will say this. I went into this season not thinking that I was going to kill a deer in California. That is very true. At all. Yeah. And I, I tokened that back in January. Yeah. Um, and then it went into the Little Buck contest. And then it went into the Little Buck contest, which we won't discuss. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then uh, I almost filled both my tags. I definitely filled my rifle tag. Um, Almost filled both my tags. I mean, I could come down maybe in November and try, but I'm probably not going to because I don't really care anymore. Yeah. But, uh, we got too much other crap going on. I'm, I'm pumped, dude. Yeah. That was, I'm pumped. I had a great season. How about you? Yeah, man. Uh, California was fun, man. I met a lot of new people, I would say. <laughs> um, you know, obviously the podcast is, has, uh, broadened our network of, uh, friends and, uh, people that I would consider close friends now. Mm-hmm. Uh, people I met in the field, um, met some new people out in a zone and, um, you know, was able to actually continue that relationship with those guys, um, into meeting new guys out at the archery range, um, out in Miles Square Park down in, uh, Orange County. Yeah. Um, we started doing, we did a couple, uh, you know, SoCal bow hunter meetups down there. Yeah. Um, that was super cool getting people together, um, shooting our bows and then heading over to Hooters for beers and wings afterwards yeah um and that's going to be something that we try to continue doing down there um if you're in orange county like once a month so that was cool and then getting the opportunity to come up to your family's place man and um getting introduced to the mokul family traditions man that was cool i can't say i I can't say thank you enough for that man uh it was really cool meeting your whole family and um getting to know your dad and your mom and getting to know your brother and uh yeah man it was epic so thank you very much for sharing that family tradition with me and inviting me up there that was something else for sure um but yeah california man hell of a season yeah and what a ride dude what a ride from a zone to d zone a zone to d zone yeah and then we've got next season well next season next yeah next year man it's coming yeah. up quick already draw it's almost time to put him for the draw yeah i mean it's it'll be here before we know it right yeah start planning everything and um start looking at hunts and getting squared away getting squared away so that's it for california guys um hope you enjoyed us rambling about our hunts as we tried to recall them there was a lot of them and uh we had we had success this year yeah and stay tuned for utah because that shit got western that shit got western thanks for tuning in to the show folks if you'd like to check us out online our website is www.theflipflopguide.co you can find out all the information you need to have your own flip flop in your own backyard we encourage this and we'd love to see this happening in every backyard across america you can purchase our sauces that have been cranking out flip flops from my grandfather since the 1960s if you had trouble filling your tags this year, we also have available on our website, Maui Nui Axis Deer Legs. They're 100% USDA approved and ready for your consumption. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at the flip flop guy. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to smash that subscribe button.